My name's Sam Towns. I'm Alex Norton. And I'm Niels von Bach. Yes, Niels is back with us, but before we get to the, today's episode, let's take a moment to thank our sponsor. This week's Forgecast is brought to you thanks to Robert Weber Abrasive. So after the show, be sure to give webbers.net.au a visit to stock up on all the goodies you need for your knife-making shenanigans and the amazing fellows at Nordic Edge, suppliers of all things knife-making from steels and file guys to G10 and power hammers. Go visit their awesome news website, nordicedge.com.au, to stock up today. Yes, thanks for joining us, Niels. It's Absolute all your fault, pleasure. Niels. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation again, gentlemen. <laughs> so apparently there's been this rumor about uh, you two gentlemen deciding to, uh, I don't know, not sleep, uh, build a dagger in ridiculous times. Um, Alec just missed the plot completely, and so did Sam. Sam did <laughs> ended up with two daggers. And Alec, <laughs> well, if you take that center per night, you might, have had, might as well have two, two daggers, daggers as well. As well. Yeah, I mean, technically, I ended up with like one and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Size doesn't matter, buddy. Stop listening to other chicks, right? Size really doesn't matter. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And look at Alex's, eh? It it doubles as a scissor. It's the Mm. only Only dagger I've ever seen with a split personality. It's it's a dagger with four blades. (laughs) Yeah, he wanted some. He wanted some scissor practice. Four sides, no issues, this man says. Let me fucking take it up the next level and make one with eight sides. Yeah, that's it. A double-ended scissor tag. (laughs) Exactly, right? Uh, Next year, I'm making a damn butter knife. (laughs) Dude, I feel you. Um, I mean, uh, that's all I can say. Uh, Why anyone would do this thing, I don't know. I honestly um, that that is my first who, thing and I started whoever it, came I'm up saying, with it. <laughs> whoever came up with you, it if you don't, listen if you don't get to a certain point about halfway into the challenge and think why am I doing this again you're not doing mm-hmm. it right mm-hmm. if you're just you cruising along having a great time you you didn't pick a good enough design I think yeah, I think yeah, the Tuesday general experience evening, <laughs> 10, yeah, I think 30, the general experience was, was <laughs> like, go for it I was doubting any and every life decision I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look at Man. the you look at the forty eight hour dagger challenge page, and literally it's just post after post of people going, "Why the f- did I do this? Why? <laughs> Why am I doing this?" Literally every post is like, "Here's how far I am in. Why the hell am I doing this? Can I stop now?" Should I, never I had given people... up my career as a can-can dancer. <laughs> I had people messaging me going, hey, if I just delete my posts off the page, does that mean that I can like <laughs> pretend that I never entered? And I'm like... <laughs> hey, that's brilliant! That's brilliant! Yeah, yeah. You no, know, next like, year I'm just going to start, do the photos, post everything up, and then just disappear. I'm going <laughs> to sit back and watch you guys, and if someone says, what's happening? I'm just not going to respond. Just I'm unfriend going to <laughs> I'm just going to pretend that internet has never hit Africa at all. And I mm-hmm. don't know about this entire thing. Yeah. Just going to abandon the ship. Yeah. I, need, say, I hey. need to 
I think I need to tone down the uh, the pre forty eight hour shenanigans that I do because I've been <laughs> having like for days now having people messaging me thinking like I'm one of the organizers. I'm like, no, I'm oh, just, you might as well be, buddy. I'm just look. Nuts. I don't know. It, just say if you want to, you can have this entire fucking thing. <laughs> no, please. I'm trying to get rid of it, and more people join every bloody year. You know the worst. The worst part about it is, no matter how many times we remind ourselves that there is literally no winning this competition, like it's not a competition. There is no prize. No, we exactly. still do it to ourselves. <laughs> like, like we're all sitting there, like in in mild amounts of or massive amounts of torture, and then we like people go, "Why are you doing this?" So like. Because, because I only, I only went oh. to bed Tuesday night because I started seeing things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be near power tools right now. I should go inside. Brother, I was loving uh, your wife's uh, post the, the the one day um, where she's coming out of the house and she's going. You know what? I'm 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 fucked. This is me being fucked. <laughs> Same angle, the whole thing. The next morning, she reckons. No, no. Yesterday, I felt like a I don't know a, a wee lass, a bladder bladder like a flower. This face is the face of someone that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was. She was. She reckon me in history this. didn't know what the hell was going on. Now I I, I get this. I came into the workshop and she was at her bench, tears streaming down her face. And I'm like, oh God, what happened? Did something go wrong? And she's like, no, it's going fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just tired. I'm so tired. And I'm like, it's day two. You're not tired. But then she like turned around and she's like, oh no. And she went back to the grinder and she just goes straight back to work. And then she finished took the photos, tromped inside, just face planted in the bed and went to sleep. <laughs> but she did it. She finished with like 20 minutes to spare. Yeah, Excellent. no, she did a fantastic job. She did. She did. I mean, I got, I got to the end of day two and my arms were, I, I couldn't raise my arms above my shoulders and I was kind of like, I may have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 I appear to have made an error in judgment. It's always more fun if you raise your arms. Well, I mean, this is true. Um, but yes, it was a lot of fun. It was a shame to see that you couldn't complete the task, Niels. Oh, man, being it, the it, it sucked. Uh, now, I did a, a fairly nice design uh, for last year, and I barely made it, right? So I thought to myself, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do that same design, but I'm going to up the level of complexity on it. Seen that years passed, and I believe I'm a bit more proficient at things, and I wanted to to do a fluted handle. And I'm thinking, look, I can do a fluted handle in four hours flat. Yeah, I've done quite mm-hmm. a few of them. Um, I've timed the last three, and it averages out to four and a half hours. So I, I can do this. Uh, did my planning, did everything, and then I had the bright idea of using Mammoth Tusk as my handle material. <laughs> So not thinking how this was going to go, on the Friday before the Dagger Challenge, I took a piece of Mammoth and I put it on the lathe and it turned out to take me about two hours to get it to a round. And then I realized, you know what, this stuff is brittle, but it's nothing, no, no, what's it, cause for concern. Uh Mm -hmm. Until I started shaping it. Getting it to the actual shape of the handle, that was 
really uh, the, the the turning the shaping everything was done in about an hour and 45 minutes so i was really chuffed i went at one for uh, 15 minutes on my actual timeline and then i started fluting it <laughs> two flutes in it was four hours just for two flutes did you have a moment where you're like maybe this can just have two flutes it'll be asymmetrical yeah, it, it was it was at that point you know, there's a thing on Instagram. It says, at this point, he realized that he just fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that was my realization point. And, and, and now you're starting to doubt yourself, right? And because I'm doubting myself now, I can't concentrate. And are you checking on what other guys are doing? Because I am the organizer. So you need to keep tabs on what, what the guys are doing and sharing it and the whole works. Um, <laughs> and now I'm getting really depressed because these guys are fucking cracking on, right? And you see guys <laughs> like Alec. Just going and he's fucking scissoring away, right? And uh, yeah. Sam just scraping like an absolute freaking beast, right? Like a kid on a pogo <laughs> exactly, stick. Exactly. <laughs> Took and me I'm back sitting to my here, old kayaking days. Man, and I'm sitting here with a file and if you file too hard, the fucking thing breaks. And then you drop it into the skin. And I told you guys earlier, drop it into my, my bench skin. The guys that know my setup, it's a jewelry bench, jeweler's bench with a leather skin. Um, so the whole idea is if you drop something, it'll fall in there. It's nice and safe, nothing hard. But I had my, my tilt-away bench vice in there. So it <laughs> hit the bench vice. And, of course, Murphy was sitting right next to me because this thing broke into three pieces. So I took the next hour to put it back together. Seamless. I thought I heard a yell off in the distance. Dude, it was my little nine-year-old girl scream. Like, ah! <laughs> and, and, and if there's one point where I almost went, you know what, fuck it, it was there. But I was in mm. the midst of a live stream. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> set the example. you go, mm. <laughs> bit of hyperventilation, you grab the superglue and uh, you know what needs, needs to be done. So you just do it. Um, and I end up gluing myself to the handle. Um, it worked fine, by the way. Um, it didn't break <laughs> after that. Um, but getting my hand off was a bit of a struggle. And then someone at around about 3 o'clock mentioned, oh, Victor, Victor Danzil, um, uh, bladesmith out here in South Africa. He uh, was up at 2.30, 3 o'clock. And he mentioned, but why don't you put a threaded rod through the thing and then lock yeah. it up, which will give it more structural integrity. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? Why didn't you say this at like, 11 <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh at, at like five o'clock i realized there's absolutely no way on this blue planet that i will finish it so it became my 48 hour dagger became let's just have this fucking handle fluted um mm-hmm. and obviously tried to do it to the best of my ability and uh at six i did the the fine silver uh, wire wrap on it um something that normally took, takes me about 15 minutes to do took me an hour um mm. and then i realized you know what there's, there's no way because uh, oh just before i did the wire wrap i did the patina on the the guard and on the pommel and it came out blotchy mm-hmm. so of course you need to re-hand sand uh re-blast re-patina which is a two-hour process um and yeah <clears throat> So I was there was no way that I was gonna finish, man. See, I, I, I know just what, I know what got to you. I, <laughs> way too much. I know what got way to you. Way too much. That little MS after your name is what got to you. <laughs> no, not not even that. I honestly think if I used Bull, uh, which mm. was the original plan, I would have finished. Um, but would have, could have, and should have. And the proof is that I did not. So um, yeah, I, I did finish it today. Well, the handle. 
Yeah, so the parts have been uh, spent the entire day just uh, re- redoing the, the, the two parts, the, the quillen and the pommel. Uh, Petina them and uh, finished and shined, shined, shone up, shined up, shined up the, the mammoth on the handle. Mm. So now I am where I was planning to be at five o'clock on Tuesday morning. No, on mm-hmm. Wednesday morning. So uh, with, uh, what's it, eight hours left? No, six, five, five and a half hours. Or well, six and a half hours was my original plan for uh, just grinding, hand sanding, and etching. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a day late. Yeah. No, two, da- two days late. Yep. Yeah. Two days late. <laughs> I've lost all track of time. I'm, I'm in the twilight zone over here, just this haze. Like, it feels yeah. like it started weeks ago. It's it's funny that you yeah. said like you got to that point and where you were just like my only goal is to finish the handle. That's that was me the Tuesday morning because you know I, I spent all all of Monday afternoon forge welding wrought iron together to to make the uh, guard and then forging out that giant block of wrought iron to make uh, the pommel as well and then forging the blade, scraping the blade, and all that kind of stuff. That by Tuesday morning, I was like, there's no fucking way I'm getting this dagger done in two, <laughs> two days. And so I said on my live stream that Tuesday morning, I'm like, okay, I have a new goal. My only goal is to get the blade ready for heat treat today. <laughs> that's all I want to get to. <laughs> like, I know I'm not going to finish. And that's when I got to 12 o'clock and I was like, wait, this means that I'm not going to have a dagger at the end of the dagger challenge. And that's unacceptable. <laughs> Which is the and only I- reason that I have two daggers. <laughs> Dude, so so next year, what I think we do is we uh, design a s- small little boot dagger. Yeah. Right. And for people that competed three plus years in this thing, mm-hmm. they can make the boot dagger only. <laughs> yeah. And we'll yep. make it a a let's call it a a twelve hour challenge. Mm. So in the forty eight <laughs> hours, you get to play twelve hours, but you get to pick what twelve hours you want to do. So you can make the small boot dagger, but you only have twelve hours to make it. And if you want to do it out of Damascus, you have to make the Damascus as part of the 12 hours. So the original rules. (laughs) I think in total, this boot dagger took me like 10 hours of work. (laughs) Yeah, man. So it can be done. (laughs) No, Uh, it didn't come out. It didn't come out very good. (laughs) Oh, well, well, I don't, I'll I'll think of something, but uh, there's definitely a 12 hour option that's going to happen next year. I I am actually considering doing hand tools, all hand tools again next year, and just designing a dagger that I can actually do. <laughs> so, so my <laughs> idea of hand hand tools is every single hand tool has to have a little switch, and my <laughs> hand will switch it on or off. <laughs> That's yeah, my no, definition no. of a hand tool, buddy. I know the it's incredibly hand... early to be making speculation of what my plans are for next year, but I was actually inspired by something Stuart Smith uh, was talking about on a live stream um, mm. where I, I think I want to make something that's very clean and plain monosteel and everything, but focus on getting the fit-ups and fit and finish as perfect as possible in that 48 hours. So the actual design and build will be very simple, but... I want my end product to be the sort of quality that I would normally be able to achieve in much more time. See, Try and test myself that, that way. Mono steel versus Damascus. Damascus is easy to finish. Well, yeah. that's it. It hides really, a lot of stuff. Re- no, it's not hiding it. It is well, easy to finish. It distorts the eyes. No, no. Aside from that, it is easier to finish Damascus than it does mono steel. 
Mono Steel, there's no hiding nothing. Yeah, nothing. all the Jayhawks and everything that pop up. Exactly. On Damascus, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can work like your ass. You can finish it like your ass. Unless you do a mirror-shined Damascus. Oh, like I don't think you does. guys. Yeah, have you seen one of my Master Smith daggers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That thing mirrors Damascus. It's blued, and it mirrors so much that you can see the pattern only if you tilt it at certain angles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And that yeah, one, I mean, the blade alone took something like, I think it was 60-something hours to do. Mm. So, yeah, you might get a blade done. <laughs> 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 no, but monosteel finishing and, and not do a mirror polish. Uh, so, for instance, if, if you're thinking polishing a homon, yeah, if you do it correctly, well, there is no rule, so there can't be a wrong or right. But uh, if, if you want to get that homon, especially the ashi, to pop really you're looking at four or five hours worth of polishing. Yeah. My my biggest problem yeah. with my boot dagger, the reason that it took me ten hours instead of five, was because I tried to get a hormone out of it. I actually put the clay on it and everything. But whatever the file whatever the file was made of was obviously a through hardening steel. So it's some form of, yeah. you know, like high alloy. So I polished it up to twenty five hundred you know, did my whole routine and nothing, which is why I ended up gun blowing it. <laughs> but I spent like four hours hand sanding this bastard from 240. So, so just, just uh, when, when you do the next one and you can't seem to put, uh, to pop out the hormone, just do a coffee itch. Mm. Oh, you know, there, and there that is just no hormone. No, no, do a coffee itch. You will see. Yeah. Because it, it, yeah, no, it was then... a differential heat treat. So yeah, well, I'm up. not sure if it is because it's just it literally there is no differential in the in the hardness, um, whatsoever. Okay. So it must have hardened underneath the clay. I don't know. Oh, it happens, right? You yeah. probably got out of bed with the left foot, but you normally do the right foot. Probably there was one That's... one cloud in the wrong position when you uh, quenched. <laughs> That's it. Uh, your yeah. quenched yeah. Mercury was obviously was not fucking pointed to. Yeah, it was not pointed to north. Uh, you had uh, magnetic north and not true north, or something in that line, man. Or the person you got the pee from was not a virgin, like they. Oh hell yes, and your your unicorn dude, you need to check because his farts ain't working no more. <laughs> <laughs> need to feed it more beans. <laughs> Speaking of which, I loaded up on snacks for the challenge, and uh, I do not recommend a hearty protein based diet for the forty eight hour challenge. I was I nearly gassed myself. See, in that little the problem, one of the problems you need I'm to suffering is diversify with. the diet across the four, the three days. See, no, see, only thing Alex, that, that tells me is that you have poor ventilation in your smithy. <laughs> I've got plenty of ventilation downstairs. <laughs> yeah, in, in yourself, you are extremely well ventilated. Your work area might not be. See, I, I wear I wear a I wear a, I wear a VersaFlow, so so mine goes straight into the fucking the straight yeah, out the right back. <laughs> but I you know did. the worst part the worst part for me is that I went back on keto five days ago, so I am literally I well no so five days before the challenge, so I was I am literally like middle of proteined up, <laughs> like I am middle of keto flu. I feel like I'm gonna run over by a fucking truck, and I'm trying to do the fucking hand tool only challenge. <laughs> it was the worst fucking decision I have ever made. So for me, it wasn't a 48 hour dagger challenge; it was a 48 hour handle challenge, and for you, yeah. it was a 48 hour blade challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 48 hour blade challenge. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. 
And even it's, worse, it's, like I realized, I realized the morning of that I wanted to make, like the morning of Monday, that I wanted to make the guard and pommel out of wrought iron to keep everything being pre eighteen hundreds materials because the blade is made out of eighteen hundreds sheer steel. Um, yeah. And so I was kind of like, but I don't have a block of wrought iron big enough to make the guard. So then I realized that I was going to have to forge weld that stuff by hand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I was looking down the barrel of basically making two and a half pounds of Damascus by hand <laughs> to then make the rest. That's really what screwed me in that on the on the Monday because <clears throat> you changed the plan. I did, mm-hmm. or I hadn't Damn solidified it, the plan because I was still designing the dagger at like midnight the night before. <laughs> man, see, th- this is the thing as well. I, I literally changed my plan literally the morning before we started i'd say about three hours before we started but i was up at in my shop at the, i think it was 6 a.m so i've got six hours until the, the the thing starts right so now i'm sitting there i don't want to start a new design i don't want to start well a new build uh because obviously we're going to start in, in six hours so i sat my butt back behind my machine and i literally designed four new daggers mm. <laughs> and then i decided well the last one uh, is a redo of the last year's day so i'm gonna do that one right <laughs> yeah so there was a matter of running around and scrounging and i have this piece of bull in mind that i'm looking at at the moment um and uh then i decided hold on right next to it is my stack of uh mammoth molar of uh, molar and tusk so i initially picked a molar which i worked <laughs> for uh two years back in the challenge um and that was a absolute ball ache and i said i'll never do that again <laughs> hey tusk is not molar right so let, let's go mm-hmm. for that one because that that's um that's cross-sectional tusk isn't it as well it's not it's not yes. linear it's yeah because linear tusk would probably be a little easier because you're not cutting across the fibers yes, yes. <laughs> oh, hindsight is like... 2020 oh hell yes <laughs> now i have perfect vision if anybody so could have pulled it time... off it'd probably be you though be honest uh, ne- ne- next time pine it'll be a fancy <laughs> yeah. ass piece of pine but it'll be pine right a, a big well, old I mean, block of g10 just yeah. yeah dude g10 will actually work like a bloody charm never have problems with g10 because you can work <laughs> that thing like a dump truck and it'll not break uh-huh. uh, no it, I, I don't think you understand how brittle this stuff is it is. I'm, I'm looking at as brittle as my spirit little... at the end I've of never, 48 hours. I've never worked it, so no, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. So I've got a wooden bench peg that I work on, right? Um, and as you're working on the front, I'm chipping out the flutes that I already have done on the back end. Just oh. the, the pieces. That, oh, good. I'm, I'm going to have nightmares again tonight. Mm. But um, on that subject, we really kind of skipped over what we've done this week, although that should be pretty that has been what we've what we've been talking about. <laughs> Is but, that not what we've been speaking about? <laughs> but do you have a song of the week, Niels? Yes, I do. Now imagine setting the scene. Uh, Rocky Balboa, right, in his huge fight against, I can't remember who the big-ass uh, Russian dude was, uh, but he was training his little battle, right, in Brooklyn. I think it was Brooklyn. Uh, let's say it is Brooklyn, and it's these steps, and I have the tigers playing in the background. Philadelphia, and he is, isn't it? Ph- okay, there we go, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. All right, and he's jogging up these steps, and he gets to the top, and he's I have the tigers playing, and he's jumping up and down with his hands going in, pumping in the air, and woo-hoo, he's just beating the steps. 
that is the song uh, that that should be the official theme of the 48 hour dagger <laughs> i've got no idea who, who's the artist i've got no idea whether it's a, a cover of an original uh, i can barely remember the song uh but that is my song of the week rising up <laughs> see, see, my 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 like uh, nomination for a song for the Forty Eight Hour Dagger Challenge should be "Show Me the Way to Go Home." I'm tired and I want to go to bed. <laughs> okay, so, so we've got for me, two it would already. Be danger, it'd be danger zone for me. <laughs> That's all three good ideas, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're the they're the three days. Yeah, Danger Zone's it. day one, Eye of the Tiger's day two, and then show me the way to go home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like that. Because you're so, so Alex, full of hope on day one. Yeah, so Alex, your, your, your task for next year, all right, is to do a video. <laughs> incorporating those three songs, the three emotional states that you go, oh, we, we should have one for anger as well. <laughs> at some point, I've got to work in Toto's Africa because it's tradition at this point. Yeah, <laughs> Tis Dagamus! <laughs> Tis Dagamus! That was awesome! I I honestly like I, I was in the first half I was kind of like yeah this is pretty cool and then the last bit I was I just fucking lost it <laughs> I, I didn't get the response I wanted from the the, the musical card video that I did yeah. originally I think I did yeah. it too what? early. Um, and so I, I had to do another video, and I, yep. <laughs> I thought the night before Dagamus. <laughs> it was. Brilliant. I don't. I don't I think people it. got the musical card thing. I, maybe that's just an Australian thing. Do, do you get those other, in other places of the world? Those shitty what? musical cards that when you open yeah, them, we, there's a little tiny we, we speaker used to. starts. Yeah, there was a, a chain in South Africa that, that specialised in uh, these birthday cards called cardies. Um, but they they saw their butts, man, probably fifteen years ago. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> but it was things. brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I remember getting those um, as a kid for a birthday <laughs> card or a Christmas card, and you open it up, and it's got this really cheesy jingle play. It was fucking all, awesome. All just yeah. showing our age. <laughs> and I, I can remember taking them all, taking them apart like a day or two after the fact. How yep. do you work? Huh. And they had the little paper tab that was connected yeah, to the exactly. other side. And, yeah. you, you knew that you got a really kick-ass one when that paper tab was actually plastic. Oh, yeah. High budget. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> you know, this uh, whoever gave you that, they really like you, right? <laughs> they spent the extra $4. <laughs> yes. I had, a, I had a friend who used to turn them into to like pranks to prank his friends and family he just he'd, he'd mount them to like doorways and stuff so you'd open a door and it'd just set the thing off and so <laughs> there's a joke one you can get that will play uh, a very inappropriate sound let's say at a very high volume but once you've kicked it off it won't stop oh it won't stop <laughs> yeah I've, I've seen those <laughs> i have seen those Oh, oh, there's another one where it'll it'll open like you open the card, right? And it'll play, blah blah, and it'll stop. And then mm. a preset time after, like a half an hour after, this thing will just go ballistic and <laughs> until the battery runs up. That's it. Yes, humans are horrible, honestly. <laughs> so what uh, what song was playing in your ear cards, Sam? 
Um, so for me, I've, uh, I, I wasn't actually listening to that much music. I have to admit, I was what? completely nose down on the grindstone. Um, <laughs> but, uh, actually funnily enough, uh, in celebration of that, I'm going to add another Tyler Childers song to the playlist. Tyler Childers being an amazing country artist, uh, and nose, nose on the grindstone nose to the grindstone i can't remember if it's nose on the grindstone i know those are the lyrics but nose to the grindstone might be the title right somebody's on the grindstone in the background yeah someone's on the on the grindstone are you picking that up <laughs> yeah we certainly are and my team is working so, they're working you're, hard while you're so sensitive yeah, they are. With us. <laughs> exactly man Sorry, I, yes. I, I had issues with the microphone during the uh, forty-eight hour dagger cost. Uh, dagger, dagger cost. Ah! During the, the dagger pulled. I mean, it may as well have been dagger. during Dagamus. During Dagamus. Um, so uh, I, I spent the morning trying to figure it out, and uh, the the microphone was only on ten percent um, its sensitivity. So I pumped it up to eighty, and now you're picking up background noises. Mm-hmm. And I even have his little sock on. Yeah, it's good, though. Like, been... the sound, I think for the for our listeners, the sound of power tools softly in the background is probably like ASMR. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they they should pay us extra. Mm. Yeah. So what do you um, want to hear next? A lathe? My yeah, that's it. <laughs> Slowly turning and, brass with a high and, speed uh, steel bit. And the now the calming sounds, sounds. <laughs> of the lathe. <laughs> this will be a. A stu- uh, what's it? A Colchester student mock two, starting Changing up the gears, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then clunk. <laughs> ah, <fuck it. laughs> my arm, my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and you go through your arm, buddy. Is the pot the dagger pot that you were turning? Is that all right? <laughs> You've got two your arms. Your arm healed. <laughs> Just but a scratch. It'll grow back, right? You you know you're a knife maker when you'd rather sacrifice your foot to save the blade that you just hand sanded. <laughs> nah, dude. Once you lift, lost the tip of a finger, right? Yeah. Uh, you let shit fall. <laughs> in, in, in my shop, it's either sharp or it's hot. So if it wants to be on the ground, I'm going to let it do it. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got 10 times you can learn that lesson before you run out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once was enough i think mm-hmm. no, but it's well, also the reason that my entire office and my workbench as well as under all my grinders i have uh rubber matting because mm. i know myself done so i have dropped numerous pieces numerous so uh if you can't uh sort the problem then uh, manage it so yeah rubber matting that's it oh, is it actually- a um what is it? Uh, an ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure. Mm, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no Some old saying. Yeah. There's only prevention. <laughs> well, well over the forty-eight hour challenge, you, I did yes. a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of late night work, and it's very quiet in the country here um, at late at night. And I was putting on my slow blues, and a song that I listened to like a hundred times during the challenge was. Um, I think one of the best blues songs ever written is Lucille by B.B. King, telling mm-hmm. the story of how his guitar got its name. I think it's just an absolute masterwork of blues music um, and yeah, guitar work. It is a gem, yes. 
yeah, so that, that's that's my song of the week this week. Very cool. The, uh, the late great BB King. Um, in in place of um of inspirations, um, asking Niels who's inspiring him this week. <laughs> um, I'd I'd Sleep. like to. I'd like to talk about a couple of the people that we've seen make some stuff in the Dagger Challenge Please recently. Do. Because, because, goddamn, there were some people pushing the limits on what we oh, thought yeah. was possible. Oh, yeah. Like, I like every year I've always been, like, surprised and impressed at what's come out of the shops of some of the craftsmen that we've seen. But this year, like, every year it just steps up in mm-hmm. complexity. It's been Absolute insane. Freaking and because you're focused on your own stuff, you might get glimpses of things. Yeah. You think, I've yeah. got a, a mental note to go back and look at the finished version of that because that was looking sweet. And then yeah. afterwards you finish it and you're sitting there in that haze and just scrolling through and think, well, what did I waste my 48 hours on? These people are just putting out gold. This is amazing. But pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> It got to the point where I was looking at what I came out with at the end and kind of going, "Oh my god, I just wasted my time. Like, why? Why am I even? <laughs> why? Why am I even bothering?" Well, I was on this I was crap. on WhatsApp, and Jack Conan was on there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not doing it this year." And I'm like, "Oh, that's a shame, man. You're going to be really missed." And he's like, "Yeah, maybe I'll do something." And he just busts <laughs> out this incredible miniature with inset gems and uh, and a sayer that it sits in, and I'm like, "Yeah." He just casually just knocks that together. And, <laughs> so the, oh. the 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 sheath or the the scabbard um, that he did was all wood and it clamps the piece in it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, balsa inserts in the inside and the whole thing. But the best of all is just as I was starting this handle thing, um, Jack was online and, and sharing a, a a webcast with me, and we were just hanging while I was working the whole thing. So he was pretty much done. So I said, "What are you going to do now?" And he goes, well, he never goes to bed before one, so um, he's just going to hang with me. And we started talking, and I said, well, you know what? Uh, we started talking about uh, the difference between a sheath and a scabbard. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were on about sheaths for daggers, and then he said, no, no, but hold on. A dagger like a sword. You don't call the sheath a sheath. It's called a scabbard. And uh, a lot of the guys in the live stream confirmed this and the whole thing, and I told him, you know what? You should be doing one of those full balloon wood scabbards for that little girl. And uh, off he goes to his wood rack and he picks a piece of, uh, uh, oh, I can't even remember what it is, I think stabilized maple bull that he had left over from a Japanese-inspired blade that he did. Um, and he said, well, like this? And I'm going, yeah, man. And next moment he comes back and he split the piece of wood. Um, and then he's off again and he comes back and he's done the inlay for the balsa wood. Um, and then he reckons, yeah, okay, he's going to go to bed. And um, then the next moment he doesn't go to get bed. He just <laughs> works his ass off. Gets that sheath done and then goes to bed, right? Sleep is for the week. Yeah, but he, he made that entire thing in like three hours. Done. Incredible. Yeah. It was just, just nuts. Pissing me off. That's what uh, it was doing. It was not uh, motivating at all. Yeah. I see one of your best mice just, oh, yeah, let, let, let's quickly just piss out a scabbard over here. Just like, nah. Not and then it's a wood clamp, and damn it, he didn't even make it look fucking difficult. He just. Pog that thing out like he did that every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, but let's man. face it, Jackie is... does do it every day. Yeah, but you take that thing out of the scabbard, right? And uh, when you put it back in, it, it's got a point of no return where, where the the lever action on the, the throat of this thing just sucks that little blade in and goes click. 
and it's perfectly in place. And you can slap it in your hand. There's no rattle. There's no nothing. It's just Amazing. done perfectly first time round. Mm. And yeah, man. So, uh, See, Sam, I'm, I'm with you. There are guys out there that are just phenomenally good. And I'm, yeah, and I'm just coming Smith back. Smith uh, impressed me with the carving he did on his handle. Oh, yeah. Right? Hey? And the color selection on the material. It is uh, just unfreaking believable. And I'm, I'm just going back through the 48 Dagger, Dagger Challenge page right now because, like, I know I've missed people. And I, well, there were so many it, participants this year. I'm seeing a multi-bar twisted Damascus blade on a fully forged octopus basket handle. Yes. I saw that sketch and I'm like, I, this, oh, yeah. if, this, if it's anything like this sketch, I want to see the finished thing. <laughs> yeah, but, but from Yako, Glynhorst. And, um, and he first, he, he, his first weld um, failed. And Oof. I think the second one failed as well. So he did a third, I, I think it was a second or a third one. And he thought, well, Huh, this should be good. Yeah. And it's only right at the end where this entire thing just came together. And it mm. is absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, there was someone else with a crazy freaking grind. Uh, Christopher Mendes. Oh, the one that looks like a crisp but actually has straight sides. Yes. With yeah, the undulating. But... And the guy's yeah, and name is have... Chris. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and then you have Piet. All right, uh, another good friend of mine um, outside the Pretoria out here that used stone as a handle, Verdite. That's the mm -hmm. green handle. And yeah, everyone that's... is under the impression that it was plastic, uh, one of those new <laughs> fang dangle composites. That is, well, okay, so Verdite, the, the handle material, is rock just outside of Barberton, South Africa, which is declared as a Green Belt World Heritage Site. Um, now, the gold flake, if you zoom in and click on one of those, you'll see that the Verdite has got a bit of a gold flake in there. And that gold flake is a side... Uh, uh, it is a result of decomposure of um, biological matter. And it has now been tested. Well, tested. It's about 15 years ago. It was proved that that enzyme that caused that gold flake is the oldest living form of life on this planet of ours. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. And it looks like a gold color. Yeah, it's like a little gold flake inverdite. And that's why that entire area has been declared as a green belt area. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, the oldest form of life is just outside of Barberton, South Africa. I would also yeah. like to point point out that we had a bunch of people who were making their first daggers. And we even had one person oh, who made was. their first knife as part yes. of the challenge. Yeah, Jake, uh, Joseph it, Ellis, and it, it, like it might look like a shiv, but it's a dagger, and it looks great. I love it. And he it, did it in forty-eight hours. <laughs> he did it in forty-eight yeah, hours, it, but it, and it was literally his guy, first right? knife. Yeah, there was four guys that I'm aware of on Instagram that also played with that has never made a knife ever. Oh wow! And they all completed, which is brilliant. It's sad that not everyone. So on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, we have a hundred plus people that competed. On Instagram, mm -hmm. there's about forty something people. Um, so my my initial estimation of a hundred people is way off. Uh, we're closer to hundred and fifty. Mm. It is absolutely freaking madness. And still, two there are guys still competing. Yeah, guys that couldn't mm -hmm. make the original dates that started this morning. I, I know three uh, that started this morning, and another four that is planning to do it this weekend. Yeah, so uh, yeah, no, we're, we're now closer to 160 odd people, man, which is 
absolutely freaking brilliant. And then there is two guys that main main gouges, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one, Devin Clay, reverse shell clam. Yep. That's amazing. And then uh, I saw it come on and I had it. I had it here a moment Bill, ago. Bill Thorne made an absolute, uh, absolutely amazing cool and dagger. Uh, much actually very similar to yours, Niels. Uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, he did a really good, great, great job on that. I'd like to give a the... shout out to my boy Broden, who did two daggers. Oh, yeah, yeah Broden rocked a, it, man. Like a matching Chris and dagger called Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yeah, like, yeah. And, it, so and cool. he hollow, and he hollow ground the Chris. Hollow blade. grind Chris. <laughs> Just mental. mental. Absolutely yeah. mental. The guys, the guys messy in the head i need to have words with him because clearly and hollow grind chris he's clearly losing the plot here this is insane. on that and note, i think he, he he picked it up man he leveled he up found the plot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On, but there's another note, gentleman were... oh, yep, sorry. marco bouchard oh, bouchard yes. marco yeah. bouchard yeah that's like mosaic patterned out yeah. clean work with the ivory mm. handle just mm. i'm looking at that thing now and i'm thinking i'm so gonna rip off that dagger you know, Marco, you're listening, is... buddy. Well done. Thank you for the inspiration. That's why I have this challenge your... every year. <laughs> if you read Devin his post, Clay did the wire wrapped handle. He did. Yes, that's the looks awesome handle. too. Yeah. What? The worst. The worst part with Marco's is that if you read his post, he actually had to finish for like four or five hours early because oh, uh, he had to go to a dentist appointment. <laughs> I know, right? Depressing. <laughs> it, it, was it because he was grinding his teeth so much doing no. a forty-eight hour challenge? No, it's because he was nibbling oh. at the blade, like Neil yeah. suggested. <laughs> but, but you won't believe how many people have phoned me over the last two days. Uh, mostly local, but two international guys. Thanking me for the fact that they didn't sleep. Mm. Yeah, Thanking me for sheer anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are nuts, seriously. I, I just wanted other people to go through what I did. Um, and, and to validate that I'm not mad, um, but man, there, there really is no other challenge stuff. like it. There really is no other challenge like it. And the, the, the kind of work ethic it brings out in people, I think is one of the, my favorite things about the dagger challenge and the well, amount of people that... this year that tried to make two daggers or succeeded yeah. in making two daggers. Like people went I'm into the of... challenge expecting. No, to... I counted six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. It's madness, man. I'm looking at a photo uh, of Alicia Lombard. It looks like she is sniffing and thoroughly <laughs> enjoying whatever she is sniffing, and it looks like a piece of handle material. Yeah, it's well. She is the wife to a knife maker that decided to, to partake in the dagger challenge, and she got taught how to grind at the time that she needed to grind her dagger. <laughs> I Insane. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, it's absolutely madness. And then someone that said stones in copper. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you who this is now. Uh, Jeffrey McGuffey. Oh, yeah. And he did the eight-pinned coffin handle. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I see his, his guard is on the front. He's got three stones. Whether he actually said that, I missed it completely. <laughs> and we all know that it gets exponentially tighter fit up the more pins you had. <laughs> it, it is freaking madness. But yeah, no, just 
just the amount like and we can't name them all like you said there's over 150 people we we would be It'd here be a all long day. episode yeah but honestly the the amount of talent that has just come out in this challenge new talent old talent just people who've been around for ages and people who've just come into the play into the uh, sphere they're killing it and it's scaring they me <laughs> No, dude. No, it, it, it's it, no. It's, it's great. It's it's, it's reaches, inspiring, it, but it's it also gets, terrifying. It gets the word out that daggers are challenging, but they are not the scary things They're that not forbidden uh, fruit. The world has kind of. I don't know. You you tell anyone? Uh, have you made a dagger? And if the guy says yes, you kind of go, "Ooh, this this guy must know his stuff." Yeah, daggers are just dinky knives. <laughs> very when i say purpose. dinky knives yeah uh it is it's a very small section of the collectors that actually collect daggers uh very 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 small and if you think a dagger, a dagger it is one of the historic pieces that's never gone on to be anything else a dagger hasn't i don't know reassumed its identity and became a skinning knife or a i don't know it's a general use cutlery a dagger has always just been, it's been designed to kill people and it's mm. only ever has had that one job. It's very good at it. <laughs> yes. It's very yes. efficient. Yes. But you know how many people did uh, Warren Smith uh, and uh, Trace, I can't remember, Tra I can't pronounce Trace's um, uh, surname, Ed Harker, uh, is a whole bunch of guys that did boot daggers. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking we should do a classification next year, but I also don't want to, man. Damn it! Well, but I Devin played, dude. He just kicked ass. Seriously, yeah. he just kicked butt. Yeah, yeah. it's frankly uh, like people talk about um, winning and things like that as if it's a competition. But what you win is you learn about yourself as a maker. You learn that, about what you're capable of. You learn about where your slow points are, where your fast points are, your shop layout optimization, what tools you need, what tools you're good with, what tools you don't need. It, it's Project it's, management is probably the biggest thing. It's all condensed for you. Yeah, yeah, it's like thrown at you all at once. And it's, it's an amazing learning experience that is unmatched, I find, in any other part of the, the knife-making scene. And I look yeah, forward to it every that, year. That, that will make me more excited um, than the dagger build is if the guys take the lessons from the dagger build and apply those lessons learned to their everyday knife making. If you think yeah. what can be done in 48 hours, yes, now you take into consideration the fact that this is a continuous 48 hours. But if you now spread it over eight to five, six days, which gives you the same amount of time, you've got the same amount of intensity of work, work ethic, but you get to sleep and you get to plan during your off hours. Mm. And if you just keep that up for 40 days... Work with that same efficiency. For 40 days, it'll be habit for me. Mm. And then that becomes the new norm. Mm -hmm. Have you got any idea how much and what cool stuff will come out of your shop? The problem is with everyone that competed, if there is one person that'll actually take this to heart, then, well, my mission has been achieved. Done. Mm -hmm. Goal achieved. 
Because people think I'm a monster and, and what I put out <laughs> is apparently fucking amazing and blah, 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 and the work ethic and the blah, blah, blah. You have got no idea how much I slack off, man. You've got no fucking clue. Seriously. If I get three nice, solid working days in a week, I am styling. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, today I, I did that half-assed job on, on finish, finishing up the handle. On this guard. Yeah, that's only thing I did today. Yesterday, I did nothing because I slept the entire bloody day. <laughs> I woke up to come and lock up my shop. That's it. Because two didn't work. I can good. hear people in there. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody else is working. They are doing uh, Damascus prep for me. So, oh, that's handy. I, I need a few of yeah, your of course. people. I, I need people. I hate that for Damascus. Me. Start a company. Get employees, see, train them. See, like I, and, I push- uh, you, you can be a part of a forge cast while they work. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I, I got to the end of like the the forty eight hour dagger challenge, and I said, okay, I'm going to take the rest of today off, and then tomorrow I'm going back to the shop and I'm going to work on some hammers. Uh, and I woke up this morning no. and I went, uh, no, no, you take the rest <laughs> of the week off. Yeah, Broke went to no. work. He went to his bloody day job. I wish I was yeah, in my twenties again. Yeah, oh, I man. saw that post. Oh, no, dude. Even my planning said that Thursday was going to be a scrap day. Mm-hmm. Done. When I when I say a scrap day, it's kind of you're in the office, and my only aim was to start taking care of the Brooklyn Knife Show emails, uh, which I did an hour of this morning, and then I realized, you know what, I didn't even make a dent. So I left <laughs> messages for everyone and said, "Hey, you know what? This this one hour job became a five day job. So uh, if I haven't gotten back to you by next week, Friday, then give me a call." But Fair enough. A, a, a scrap day is what's required, man. Um, uh, at Heaven Forge, uh, two other mastersmiths out here in South Africa, uh, masters of Kevin and Heather Harvey, um, one of their apprentices uh, calls it a dog day. Mm-hmm. We reckons dogs have it. When the sun's out, they'll go and lie in the sunniest spot and just lie there for the entire day. They will get up <laughs> to go and eat something or to have a shit, and that's it. Until mm-hmm. suddenly a black dragon lies down next to them and rubs their tummy. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and that's where it started. Oh, you saw that post, right? I saw so that. Heather, uh-huh. Heather <laughs> told me about this dog day concept, and I went outside to have a cigarette, and the dogs were lying in the sun. And I thought, oh, here's my chance. Let's try this. <laughs> Dude, you know what a mission was getting up again? <laughs> yeah, it looked like bliss. It looked Yo, like you wanted to stay there forever. So nice because it was cold, so you're all nicely padded. And now you go and lie down in the sun and all these hot dogs come and lie right next to you. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> but now you have to go up because there's uh, now eight students that paid good money or six students paid good money for the two-week ABS course and uh, you're supposed to teach them shit. And, and apparently teaching them to lie in the sun is not part of the curriculum. Damn. <laughs> Terrible. It, it might be. Oh, there is a new sign up at Heaven Forge. Mm-hmm. That you're not allowed to play with mushrooms. Uh, with ah, um, um, oh, come on! What's the fluffy things? It's a sweet. Come on, marshmallows! You're marshmallows. not allowed to play with marshmallows <laughs> in the forge. <laughs> I think I know who that's. Uh, yeah, we did this reel uh, myself and oh, my good friend Jerry. Yeah, where he supposedly throw the marshmallow over his uh, face. Um, and uh, Master Kevin Harvey was supposedly standing behind him and hit them right on the safety glasses. Um, so I edited this thing together, and I can't remember. Oh, it, it's on uh, teachers, leave those kids alone. Um, I can't remember the band. 
But anyway, um, so I showed this to Heather, and she immediately goes to Kevin, are you all right? And I'm thinking, damn, the editing worked out perfectly. She was under the impression that shit really happened. <laughs> so, of course, from there on out, I was instructed not to teach anymore. Now I just had to show her how Instagram works. <laughs> Which is brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Yes. Did I see that you're going to Blaze West? Or are yes. you just talking? Yeah, yes. So no, no, Blaze West. Back in, to America. I think it's five weeks from now. Uh, so four weeks, I have got the Baobab custom knife, Baobab, Baobab custom knife show out here in Pretoria, which is about 45 minutes from me, which is really close. Close. Uh, I've got that show, and then literally a week later, I'm in the states for uh, um, Blade Show West, and then a week after Blade Show West, I have got the Bull Moran Forged Blade Invitational um, oh, that I'll be also um, exhibiting at, and that is the. Saturday and the Sunday is the official opening of the uh, Bill Moran Foundations building. Uh, I think it's the original Bill Moran's or the, the new Bill Moran School Bladesmithing, their new facility. Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. Are you cutting the ribbon or? Oh, no, no, no. I, I am just hoping that I'll be able to forge a blade on uh, um, his old anvil. Yeah. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I know, right? So uh, I've been invited. Um, so it's been confirmed. I'm going. Done. That's it. Apparently, they're sending a limo to go and pick me up. <laughs> Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, no, uh, don't, you, no need. No need. No need. No need. Uh, tell them to pre stock up with cigars. <laughs> <laughs> no, damn, man. Uh, these guys are inviting me out there to come and have fun. So, uh, yeah, we don't want to cost them any money, right? <laughs> you still planning on coming down under next year? Oh hell yes, it's on the it's on the cards. It's penciled in. Uh, we are in negotiations. Um, so uh, there, there's two trips. It's going to be one to uh, initially. I'll start off flying obviously from South Africa into Australia, uh, then flying across country to the other side of Australia, close to where you are, Sam, and then flying out to uh, New Zealand, which is apparently just an island off of Australia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was spending a. Uh, seven or eight days there and then flying back to uh, close to where you are, Sam, and then heading back to the other side, uh, Perth side. Is Perth on the other uh, side? Sam's, yeah, Sam's at Perth. He's on the west Perth. coast. Okay, so what's on the on other the side? East. I'm on the east um, Sydney. where Sydney and Brisbane Sydney. and all that are yeah, yeah, down yeah. there. And I'm um, on an island south of that. Oh, damn, dude. Tasmania. Are you, you going to catch a, a rowboat? Yeah, maybe. You meet me halfway, dude. <laughs> you need to meet me halfway. Um, Do you know, Niels, there are flights from New Zealand to Tasmania. <laughs> yes. So just to get from South Africa to New Zealand is four freaking flights. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at a, I think it was uh, 37 hours worth of traveling. Oof. That just to like get fun. to my end destination where I will be starting my little trip. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you're stopping in Perth, then you can come visit me. So I'll, I'll go through <laughs> Perth twice, brother. I'll be going awesome. through Perth twice. Yeah, cool. so, so I will definitely let you know. It's either going to be in the jump in or in the... the, the well, it's not going to be the jump out. Because I'm, I'm doing the New Zealand thing there for, I think it's six or seven days. Then uh, back to Perth and then to well, New, New Zealand's off the east coast of Australia, yeah, so, so be Perth is on the west coast of Australia. All right, uh, but then You'll I'm probably back to, be coming into Sydney. Uh, <laughs> I'm Perth, and then I'm from Perth. I'm going back to Sydney. 
So right. from South Africa, Sydney, Perth, Perth to um, New Zealand, New Zealand back to Perth, Perth back to Sydney. Um, then I'm spending Other quite a around. bit of time there. I'll probably be oh, okay, but uh, I'll probably be spending two weeks there and then back out to South Africa. So Fair it'll be a, a four and a bit week trip. Fun, fun, which is going to be madness. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll yeah. set aside we'll set aside some time for me for you to oversee my uh, my journey with practical. Time. Oh hell yes, buddy! <laughs> that is definitely going to happen. I I did ask you in an Instagram uh, message whether there's any shows during that time. Well, yeah, we don't know because okay. um, symposium don't, was don't, supposed don't, to be around don't. that time, but. Yeah, but don't mention dates yet, please, because there's a lot of guys <laughs> that are involved in this. Um, but uh, I will let you know. You'll be one of the first guys to know, man. So as Too soon easy. as everything's been confirmed, yeah, it's just a bit off at this point. So much And travel. I just need to confirm. And there's so many people that are moving bloody shops that is making <laughs> it impossible. And, and all the planets need to align 100% before this will happen. Yes. So the like first that. part falls through, then nothing's going to happen. If the second part falls through, then nothing's going to happen. Um, so I am, yeah, it's it's in planning. So yeah, man, I'm I'm hoping to do this. I'm seriously <laughs> looking forward to that trip. Yeah. Uh, but then also trying to do a trip to Europe next year, as well as three, possibly four trips to the US next year. So next year is going to be spent traveling. I don't know where the hell I'm going to find time to make knives. After have to stop by Sheffield and knock on Grace's door. Oh, hell yes. I want to want to go visit Grace. Um, In her we um, public talking. toilet that she's got as yeah. a workshop. Yeah. So at, at, at Blade Show, we were talking about doing a collaboration. And she's going, ooh, and, and maybe we can do it remotely. And I'm saying, hell no, we can do the design remotely when it comes to actually making the steel and doing those things. Um, we want to make it together, right? You should, you you should fuse your two specialties and make something like, I don't know, like a scissor dagger or something. <laughs> we'll probably end up making a rock. I don't know. <laughs> don't remind me that I actually have a collaboration with Grace that I'm supposed yeah. to be working on. Yeah, so you've got to have... get that done, buddy. You do need you to get that, get that done. Uh, the amount of things yeah. that so I have on my to-do when, list. When Grace said, let's do this collaboration, I'm going... Hold on. The only reason anyone would collaborate is to uh, join forces. In other words, you have got a speciality that, that the other person does not. And, and, and. and so I ask her, so why the hell would you want to consider doing a collaboration <laughs> with me? <laughs> You're her spirit animal. Yeah, Even exactly. she does everything better, dude. Everything. <laughs> she even She's looks better amazing. than I look. Okay, that, that's not a special skill, but damn it. <laughs> but I, I think I'll just be like dragging the entire um, quality of work down a level. Yeah, you're full of shit, Niels, but we love you. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. They say the first step to recovery is admittance. So, well, at least I can admit I'm full of shit. Yeah, I've had to live with me my entire bloody life. Oh, terrible! <laughs> I know, man. But anyway, so what's up next? We um, have uh, yeah. been running a competition on the Forgecast over the last yeah. month. And uh, it is was to make a hurry hurry knife. Are you aware of these, Niels? Uh, it's a no. Japanese gardening knife. Oh, I think it was okay. It's... Quicker than the 48 hour hurry hurry knife. <laughs> hurry up and make this no, knife. Hurry hurry. hurry. 
Hori, hori, um, I thought you were just trying to pretend to put up on a British accent there. Because <laughs> we were talking about Grace. It's not a hari hari, it's a hori hori. Hori hori. Um, <laughs> it's sort of like a weaponized trowel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen Cat uh, Van Forge yes. on Instagram. Yeah. So and the dude, competition. She, she did, hold on, let me did, put this. Uh, she did not even finish last year in the 48 hour dagger challenge right mm-hmm. it was the first time she decided hey let me do this knife thing now she is doing your competition mm-hmm. and what i saw on instagram she is kicking butt buddy she's yeah. inlaid meteorite into it she's cut hey. the handle yeah yeah, yeah. in a year cat so, yeah you freaking rock chick seriously <laughs> so the competition was not just to make a hori hori it was to make the coolest hori hori so it didn't have to necessarily be the best fit and finished or the prettiest or the most ornate or elaborate. It had to have the coolest background and story, like what it was forged from, how you forged it, what materials you used. And Sam and I were going to pick a winner. Now, we did have a few yeah. people come in, despite the fact that there was an Instagram glitch where hashtags weren't showing results. Like you look at the hashtag. Oh, I saw that post, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you just so we thought like nobody was entering the competition. Turns out a few yeah. people were doing the competition, and Sam and I have gone through them all. And it's funny you should say uh, mention who you mentioned, Niels, because Cat, you won. <laughs> yeah, that is, the, that is the coolest story I have ever girl. seen in my life. That's uh, that's that, my that girl. Was like, that is the ultimate like serendipity <laughs> that Niels just goes on that fucking yeah. rant. Yeah. <laughs> When, when I saw her bolt this, because she was the funniest contestant that we had last year. Oh, Remember yeah. her updates? They were fucking hysterical, man. I was yeah. looking forward to her updates every single time. And then next moment, I'm seeing her carving this thing and mm. doing this inlay and forging this blade. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just to see her journey over the last year has been absolutely incredible. And that's and one of the reasons the we do too. this, right? Yeah, I know. Which yeah. is absolutely freaking awesome, and I'm now I, on her page. I have to say, I'm my favorite thing, my favorite Damn. part of it is something that she doesn't actually have a decent angle of a photo on. Is the angled grinds for the serrations? Mm. Like it's it's got this really cool rake to the grinds on the serrations, which I I didn't even notice because she normally felt like photographs it from the the hollow side. But I, when I saw that, I was like, hell yeah, I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. I want to do it myself. She did a, a video entitled Would You Want to Use This? Um, which <laughs> yeah, shows yes. all the different angles on this thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like she has little Spanish notches, but not really Spanish notches on the the, the heels of the, the wings of the dagger or yeah. on the knife. And man, I love it. Well done, Kat. Oh, there's yes. one. There's one little glimpse. You can see those serrations. Mm. <laughs> mm. Man. It looks really yeah. cool. It just, I love the way that they're angled because normally with serrations, they're normally boring, just, you know, half circles cut out of the steel. So I like it yeah. when people take it in a different direction. And it's got an almost kind of like uh, tribal style engraving, uh, carving of the handle. Like it, it looks like mm. um, the sort of thing it's you see just... in like uh, Tahiti and that sort of uh, yeah. Yeah. Island, uh, nations and that do that sort of carving in wood. It looks really cool. Very Dude, cool. so what happened with the the, the um, uh, hashtags? Because I'm yeah, not well, on the Forgecast competition hashtag, and I see there's 182 posts. 
Yeah. But most of them are really old. Yeah. Like, and if you yeah, go to the most be. recent, um, you can only see cats, Hori Hori, on there. May, yeah. May 22nd is the last one that I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for some reason, it's not updating. And uh, no matter what I do, it doesn't want to do it. So we had to do the call oh, to man. get people to actually tag us. And so a heap of people did, and we got to see okay. the Hori Horis. And there were some great entries. We um, might have but, to work on a different hashtag for future like competitions or something. Yeah, um, or they can tag us. Tagging us always works. Um, yeah. And I'll just take notes. I, I take copious notes for this show anyway, so it's just one extra thing I can do. Um, yeah, this is why Alex is the organizer for the podcast, because he takes notes. <laughs> but while the other entries were very cool, um, there was some really nice designs, like all one-piece forge designs and things mm. like that. Cat just... I think everybody can agree Cat went above and beyond for this. So, Cat, uh, you will be getting a little care package in the mail by Ryan at Holway Fiddleback. You just need to uh, reach out to him. He's probably already still got your shipping details from last time you, <laughs> you did an order from him. Uh, but he's going to be sending you a care package courtesy of himself and the Forgecast. Well done. Yeah. So, uh, Congrats, he, he sent me a package. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's in the mail. It's in the mail, but it hit customs yesterday because um, during my delirium, um, I did receive a phone call from the now non-existing South African Postal Services um, saying that they have got a package for me, that I now owe something like 400 and something South African Rand import tax. Um, so I said, that that's absolutely bloody well impossible. It's wood, right? And the guy goes, yes, it's like a Blackwood. And I'm going, yes. And I say, no, but there's import tax. And I'm saying, bro, I'm not paying 400 and something rand as an import tax on a piece of wood. <laughs> and he goes, uh, okay, well, he'll take that up with his supervisor. And I know this is just someone trying to scam me out of money. Mm-hmm. In yes. Australia, if you import anything over $1,000 in value, you immediately get import tax. It's insane. Uh, and certain like, goods like cigars, you pay import tax regardless. Yeah, I had, I got a, I had a friend send me twelve hundred bucks worth of stuff once, and had to pay two hundred fifty dollars to get it out of customs. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing. After that, I, I was like, had... mate, when you mark the price, just mark it as like five hundred bucks. <laughs> five hundred bucks. I had a, a collaborator piece that I did with uh, GS Customs out of the US, uh, which was a stiletto. And uh, mm-hmm. he sent me the blade, and he marked the package as $100, which is mm-hmm. like kind of just for insurance. I ended up paying 1,800 Rand, which was more than $100, uh, to try to get this thing released from customs. Right. Yes, because it's steel. Mm. And it's an import. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Don't, if yeah. you send me anything, uh, put the prices like $10. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah, and and then I'll still have to pay fucking two hundred dollars import tax. Now it sucks. Africa is brilliant, but if you can't courier it, don't send it because the postal yeah. services don't work, man. Uh, the best one I've had is a mug. Now you guys can see this one. Okay. Yeah. The most brilliant mug all the way out of the U.S. All right, so this was done for me by uh, a wonderful blacksmith lady called Julie Coffey. And uh, she decided, hey, she's going to send me this mug. It took nine freaking months to get here. Nine months. And that was delivered to my my local post office. 
and it Did had my physical that by address. A paddle boat or something. <laughs> yeah, we, we believe it was strapped to the back of a sea turtle. <laughs> uh, but the most amazing thing is, it wasn't wrapped in bubble wrap. It was, you know, how you buy these? It's just this really shitty carton that it comes in. Uh-huh. Yeah, not made for shipping. It was in the one of those, and it made it. And it made it without a chip, without it. It is the most precious kit I own at this point. Just the sheer fact that it's been through. It's like an abused child. It, it, it's made it. <laughs> what right? they, what it they must, grew up to be a positive, contributing member of society. <laughs> they just rested it on the back of a springbok, wrapped it up in like 20, 20 layers of bubble wrap, and then smacked it on the ass in the general direction of your workshop. Yeah, see, this is Africa, so the bubble wrap would probably have been toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> or some other reed grass or something not know. during the coronavirus pandemic it wouldn't it be toilet paper that stuff's like gold <laughs> <laughs> my eldest son so we we go shopping every two months right um and then go grocery shopping but literally every two months and we go and we, we, we do fairly big uh, i'm sorry man it's now people not realizing that i'm on a show right <laughs> The show. So the show. The show. The number one show. Damn it. So now I'm putting it on silent and I'm going to forget my phone and like Monday I'm going to realize, hey, I put it on silent on this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what was I on about? I can't remember. Go grocery shopping every two months. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, my, my, my son goes, why did you buy toilet paper? I'm going, well, uh, we, we buy toilet paper like twice a year, right? And he goes, yeah, but up in the storage area, there's like two boxes of 48. And I'm going, okay, so now we've got four boxes of 48. And he goes, but why? I'm saying, you're only going to go, go why, why, when there's no more toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, toilet paper is one of those buy... things that you, you take for granted until you don't have it. It's yeah, one of those things. If you, are, if, if you have that moment where you're like, do we need toilet paper? The answer is always yes. If you yeah, have yeah. to have that thought... It's yes. Yeah. So another thing is my closest shop is like 45 minutes away. And that's like a, a general convenience store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, country so living. The same, the same mm-hmm. rule for, bla- for bladesmiths is with paper towel. If you think, do I need paper towel? Yes. Yes, you do. Get it. Why? Because it's useful. I never use paper towel in my shop. Or, or, uh, or, shop, towel, or shop cloth, either one. It's very. I have a bag, bag yeah, of rags. Yeah. We we get old bed sheets from like op shops and cut them up into rags and stuff mm-hmm. them into containers, and that's that's my shop cloth. Yeah, see, I go and buy uh, the microfine. It's not a microfiber; it's a you know cheese cloth, right? But there's a fine weave, one hundred percent cotton cheese cloth. So I buy about six of those rolls a year, stick them through the wash about twice because they all starch during the manufacturing mm-hmm. process and just out of the package, it doesn't work. In other words, you can wipe a, wipe a, a spill of coffee, for instance, but all you're going to do is you're going to just move that coffee around your desk. Mm. It doesn't <laughs> soak up anything. So I stick it through the wash twice and then cut it up into uh, three inch by three inch little squares. And I have an entire drawer on my bench dedicated to just those cloths and all the others that have been washed and cut up I've got in large Ziploc bags just stuffed in underneath my bench. So I have got enough of those little shop rags to last me forever. And it's all used once. So you take mm-hmm. a little square, use it, toss it, done. Fair yeah. enough. Because 
in my shop, if you pick up a rag, it's probably have acid on it or grease or whatever from whatever task we've been doing. <laughs> because knife making in the shop is, is really like less than 10% of my business. So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to pick up a rag and use it in my shop for anything aside from knife making. Man. Plus, by this by this stage, Neil probably just sweats ferric chloride. Yeah, and, and, and towels are all over the place. I, I promise you, you cannot do ten steps in my shop without finding a towel on a wall hanging somewhere. <laughs> and those are my face cloths, so they don't get used for anything else aside from uh, me wiping off my sweaty face because I hate sweating man i hate sweating and summer oh, yeah. sucks mm -hmm. it, yeah we're, we're I, i'm not a winter spring. guy i think i'm an i'm an autumn guy yeah, so officially today is like the first autumn. day of spring right isn't it the, the official first day of spring today is the first yeah yep That's yeah it. well south africa it is it is here too yeah. it is here too and i was wearing a bloody jacket this morning mm-hmm mm -hmm. and the last two days is probably the coldest has been in a month. Right. So it's like spring didn't get the memo. I'm already I'm already mourning mourning the uh, the loss of the cold weather even though it hasn't gone away yet. I'm I'm already not looking forward to the summer. Dude, the thing with winter is you can always put more clothes on. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Summer. You can only undress up to a point and then you get locked up. <laughs> yep, sent away for public indecency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Starts becoming an yeah. OHS issue. <laughs> oh, my, my YouTube channel is so screwed after this 48 hour dagger build. Yeah. And one mm. of the live webcasts we did. So I invite knife makers, you guys know. So come join us, join us, join us. And at one point, they were like, I think it's nine people in with four of them that I doubted had any clothes on. <laughs> Look, you I apologize for that, Niels. I was on the toilet. <laughs> male, it's just like mid 40s, um, naked bods. Knife maker bods, right? Um, yeah. And and the guys are sitting there, and, and they all come in with portrait angles, and then you have to tell them, "Hey, turn, turn your, your your camera ninety degrees." And I think it's Sam that said, "Dude, turn turn your camera ninety degrees and make sure you've got pants on." <laughs> <laughs> it was you, right, Sam? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you felt my pain, man. And then all of a sudden, I realized, "What the hell? I'm streaming to my YouTube channel as well." So uh, <laughs> I, I went and I had a look at those videos. Dude, half of them is like gone from the I think nine uh, live webcasts. I didn't. I think four of them is still there. Yeah. So YouTube has just decided. Yeah, and, and, and we we have to take this one down. We have to take this one down. Yeah, this is not going <laughs> to. Hashtag free is, the yeah, <laughs> dude, Although the channel is plus eighteen, but man, same for my Instagram account. And then I still get knife makers going. Oh, but my car, kids can't watch this, and I'm going. Yeah, you're fucking damn right. Your kids <laughs> shouldn't funny. be using me as a role model, man. Damn it. Well, see, you know, I still say hashtag blame the black dragon at the end of the day. It's all your fault, Niels. <laughs> Don't worry. I, pl I blame plenty other people. So I'm I, I, I love that I developed that that hashtag at, like in the Hell last 48-hour yes, dagger challenge and people are still using it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's a I'm going to make a shirt that yeah. wear it. <laughs> <laughs> but on that happy note we should probably wrap this up we um, should if people have uh, blacksmithing or bladesmithing questions they can always send them into or uh, recommendations for who sang the song Eye of the Tiger um, oh, yes, send please. through to 
ask.forgecast at gmail.com and they may get answered on the show. We do have a backlog of emails uh, and we'll be probably doing another listener questions episode next week. So stay tuned for that. Thanks heaps yeah. for coming on, Niels. There, there is one question. Oh, yeah. Will you be doing the 48-hour dagger challenge next year? You <laughs> bet I will. I will. And making my traditional silly video and everything. You, you, you guys said that way too quickly. <laughs> oh, and there, uh, there is. A, morning, I'm organizing this thing, and I'm I'm having second thoughts. This there is morning, my wife woke up and she's like, "You know what? I'm absolutely wrecked, but I'm really looking forward to it. It's only 364 <laughs> days left." <laughs> what the? Dagamus is a thing now. You know, it's like, <laughs> people looking forward to it. Yeah, there is another <laughs> annual competition coming up uh, in the next month. So at the end of this month, I'll be making the announcement because the hashtag Towns Bowie build off is making a return. Oh, not oh, at the end of the year. Turn. <laughs> no, it's uh, so I decided it's going to finish on the December 1st. So uh so that people more people will be able to have access to it because good, a lot good. of people complained been, that it was going over the Christmas season. I've been building up in my mind to, to a, a buoy that I wanted to make. So this this lines up well. I'll make it for your competition. Excellent. I like it. Okay. So if you go research Californian bowies California, yeah, Californian bowies. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you will notice that there are quite a few daggers in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Arkansas like toothpick. Arkansas was toothpick. Uh, you yeah. understand what I'm saying, and the, then the the double ring dagger with the carved ivory handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also classified as a as a Bowie. I'll be uh, I'll be Bowie developing is not the, the uh, knife shape. I'll yeah, be Bowie developing is not the, the uh... traditional knife shape. It is the period and location of where those knives are made that gives well, them the classification of Bowie. It's not going to be left entirely up to interpretation. I do have design settings for the Oh, okay. Because so. right. it is are a competition. Are you going to preclude a... folding buoys this time? <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam, for... just for you, did you know that the traditional clip are found on, a, on a, a Bowie knife or a Bowie knife? Was actually not an American invention, but a Sheffield mm. England invention. England, yeah, yeah, tradition as well yes. as the I mean, American tomahawk was yeah. not an American invention. It was also a Sheffield England thing. Mm. That mm-hmm. was the uh, yeah trade axes. Yeah, dude. And for a period, I, when are you having one of those as part of the Forge Cars competition, like a smoke mm. axe? Maybe next With time. pipe axe. Oh, we had we had a pipe tomahawk. It was our most popular. It was our most popular competition. We had some serious entries into that one. Huge. Dude, how did I miss that? Oh, that was that was a while. We've been doing this for three years, Niels. It's, yeah. it's a long time. We might we might revisit it. We might revisit it down the track. We might. A lot of people had a lot of fun. We had what over twenty people. Yeah, uh, a miniature in. one. Third scale, no, full full size. No, no, I'm Full saying size. the next one, a third scale. Because I'm third thinking scale. Jack had a good idea. Next year, I'm making a third scale. <laughs> but if you make a really small pipe, they're only really used for one thing. Mm. Smoking. At 420, you know, blazing. Mm. <laughs> Unless you make it like And glass. I know that's legal in Africa, but it's not in Australia. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it is now yeah. legal. Hold on. Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah. yeah. Lucky buggers. Mm. Lucky buggers. Yeah, dude, I'm allergic, so I'm the only art student that couldn't smoke. I'm, I've, yeah. I've never, I've never even done it, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, me, you know how depressing uh, that me is. Neither. Being in an yeah, art campus, I, I don't believe totally you for a second, Alex. 
Yeah, right. You just look it's, way too bloody innocent, buddy. It that is definitely not a regular thing for me at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. How do you think I stay so calm all the time? <laughs> That's the trick. How do you think I come up with those stupid video ideas? <laughs> it came to me in a green dream. A green dream, yeah. An anthropomorphized meerkat came to me and described it in great detail. So, Sam, you've got this Bowie bull happening? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a two-month December. It's a two-month event, so it'll be starting on the okay. 1st of October. Excellent. And Alex, but what's the, up uh, to you next, buddy? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, making Sam. a sword. Making a sword? Mm. Yeah. Yep. In 48 hours? No. God, no. <laughs> I just thought you completely lost the plot there for a moment. Probably probably two weeks. I'm going to aim well, for two did, weeks. But... Yeah. Mm. He did, two weeks. That was a sword in two weeks. And I'm making a YouTube video of the build. Nice. So making a YouTube video of a two-week build, so it... When can we expect that video? Two Where's weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. I muted the microphone so they wouldn't hear. It. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just gave away. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to report Sam's nose is still I, attached to his face. I appreciate. I'm really, really glad <laughs> that I do the editing of this show because one episode I felt a really big fart coming on. <laughs> I hit the mute button on my mic, but I didn't press the no, button properly, and I just. I just ripped it <laughs> and then hit the button again and then looked down to the button and it's like, oh, God, the light didn't turn off. Lucky this isn't live. Yeah. You can see that 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 little spike thing is going <laughs> flat line at the top and then dropping yeah, that's it. like a heartbeat machine, right? Uh-huh. Yep. All yep. right, gentlemen, thank you for having me on, man. I, I really appreciate that. Where no can worries. all of the strange people who have never heard of you for some reason find you? Nowhere. Nowhere. Absolutely mm. nowhere. But you Definitely can try the internet, right? The, the interwebs, uh, you can just search Google for Black Dragon Forge or Niels van der Berg, uh, on Instagram at Black Dragon Forge, on uh, Facebook at Black Dragon Forge or Niels van der Berg. Uh, or you can just head over to the 48-hour dagger challenge and go and have a look at all the brilliant makers that partake. Uh. Mm-hmm. Throw your hat <laughs> in the, the pot for next year. Do it. I already have guys asking me when is the event going to be next year. And I'm thinking <laughs> August August seems to be a good fit for everyone. So we'll yeah, keep it to August. Yeah. It's either August yeah. or February. Mm. Maybe mm. why not both? No, don't don't <laughs> I don't want to call you stupid, brother. Don't don't go there. <laughs> Between no. the dagger challenge and then Sam's buoy challenge at opposite ends. You know, we, we got some breather time in the middle to recuperate. It's good. Oh, man. I well, that's why I'm not making the buoy competition from, like, the 1st of September. Because yeah. <laughs> let everybody <laughs> recover. But I, I, I feel I, I might have to play with on that one. Yeah. So please let me know when you when you settled on the rules and the guidelines. Ah, you'll, you'll know so. about it. Excellent, man. Because <laughs> um, we've got it's the only Brooklyn Knife Show. On that that weekend, uh, the first weekend in December, so uh, that'll be a nice display. So oh, yeah. you you organise that thing, all right? And I will uh, organise a display piece or display area at the show for mm-hmm. uh, whoever in South Africa competes in your challenge. Sweet, that'd be cool. Yeah. So uh, hook that up, put that down in the rules, and we'll make it happen, man. Will do. Yeah. 
And where can people find you, Sam? Uh, well, if you're interested in hearing about the Townsbury Build-Off or anything else I'm getting up to, you can find me at Sam Smith on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Etsy, uh, Patreon, or the Redbubble, the Kitchen Sink on Insta- on TikTok occasionally. Um, where can they find you, Alex? I go by Valhalla Ironworks. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, and Redbubble. TikTok for now, but they're giving me the little flashing red warning saying you're about to be booted off. Uh, so <laughs> it's probably not for very much longer. What did you do, Bri? What did you do? I showed a knife. Too hot for TikTok. They don't like knives <laughs> on TikTok. You can say you're not, but you can't show a knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I need to be dancing in bikinis in there if I want to get any traction. And um, I've got standards, <laughs> believe it or not. I mean, if, you if there's no high heels, then you're not doing it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Platforms with little fish in them. It's <laughs> <laughs> way more information than I needed, buddy. And a small chainmail onesie. <laughs> and okay, a ra- rabbit, rabbit ear <laughs> headband. <enough>. Stop. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Catch you later. Cheers.